When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Hey, Snyder, what's up? You want me to pick up a doll? What kind of doll do you need picked up? Ew! Don't you have a... Look, I, I gotta go. Bye. Hey, Mark. Oh, hey, Emma. So, uh... As you know, uh, I have always had the utmost respect for you. I mean, I've, I've said it a hundred times, uh, and I just feel it stands being said again. Thank but, you. Um, I feel the same way. Oh, well, thank you. As you know, the draft is coming up, mm-hmm. and uh, I am going to be returning to managing yeah, uh, this coming season. And, uh, you know, I have nothing but the utmost respect for you. Oh. You were the very first player that I ever brought into the Fife Club, and it's because I just, I really believe in you. And I know that, you know, Roxy has been a really great manager for you, and I I have nothing but respect for Roxy and everything that you guys accomplished together. I mean, you you had the titles. You had them. I just can't help but feel like perhaps uh, under my management, you might still have them. You know, the Shire Wolves never lost a title while I was at the helm. So, again, you know, with the draft coming up, I just want you to consider. We could get the Fight Club back together. Cool. Well, that's, I didn't expect to hear that, but uh, that is an intriguing again, possibility. no, no offense to Roxy. Sure. She's great. But uh, she come back home. I, I will absolutely think about it. Mark Baby Carrots Ellis, who I am is unimportant. What I want is a little more important. I want to announce the match, but who I'm <laughs> announcing it with is Paramount. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at the answer desk, Miss Emma Fife is in the house. Thank you. You know, it just occurred to me that your go-to question all the time when we're testing the buzzers is, what is my middle name? And nobody seems to remember it. Meanwhile, you always introduce yourself as Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. So one would think that somebody at some point might have guessed that the answer was, in fact, Baby Carrots. Nobody has ever guessed Baby Carrots, the moniker that is upon my Simply Straw. Shout out to Simply Straw. (laughs) Save the earth, save the dolphins, whoever's having trouble with straws. Let's save that species. Now, Emma, when we get into a tournament format. We love the ultimate showdown around here. It's our we favorite sure time of the year. It's our playoff season. It's our tax season. And we get the most exciting matches. We get a round one matchup here that is going to feature some competitors that we know, some competitors that we don't know that much, but we remember, right. oh, that per- they, they played one time. It is the Self-Righteous Brothers versus the Looney Bin. 
what is it like when I know you've managed a lot of teams. I you've have managed yes. some very successful teams. When you get into the format of a tournament, the ultimate schmodown, what are you telling a team in your stable? Well, this is the thing is that, you know, when I was managing the Shire Wolves, they were the reigning champions at the time that we went into the team tournament. So they didn't actually participate in oh, the Ultimate Mode on team tournament. Yeah, they exactly. They got to go just like have a nice vacation, you know, spend some time in Palm Springs, have a couple of margaritas by the pool. Meanwhile, everybody else is in here duking it out for the possibility of getting that belt. And I mean, who can blame them? Uh, the, I mean, why do we show up if not to have bragging rights? So That's here right. we are. A little bit of strategy from Member Fife and also a little pat on the back for <laughs> the Fife Club. Congratulations Thank on you. all Thank your you success. Yes. When you look at the Loon event, what I love about the Loon event is what I don't know about the Loon event because we know it's video, we know yep. it's Tom, we know that they, they have a nice face, but we think that there's some sort of like I think, you know, honestly, vibe. I feel like at this point with both of these teams, I mean, as you say, the Self-Righteous Brothers have played before. It's been a long time since we've seen them. We haven't seen them since last year. But I do feel like we're just staring down a barrel of unknown because the Looney Bin, I mean, they live up to their name. They're, they are wild cards, to say the least. They certainly are, and they could progress in the tournament, but standing in their way, like Emma said, is the self-righteous bros. That would be Whitney Seibold, who has, uh, you know, gone through a little bit of a breakup, I guess, I with know. William Bibiani, at least in terms of the schmodown. But enter Mark Edward Hoyk. Why do I say Mark Edward Hoyk? Because he's the same middle name as I do. Uh, he is competing. it back around. With his, his middle name is not Baby Carrots. It is, in fact, Edward. And are you so, sure it's not Baby Carrots? I mean, we could. he's probably adult Carrots. He's taller than me, <laughs> and he's got better hair. So let's see what each team each competitor had to say about this matchup pre-show. Here we go. Sorry, I, I can't really talk right now. I'm busy uh, just sending a few text messages to my new partner, Mark Hoyk. You summoned me. is one of those guys uh, I look at. He's got the talent, he's got the skills, he just had some bad luck. Okay, yes. That was a not a very auspicious entrance for me against the kid in the singles tournament. I've lived a long time, I can always get back up again. And in fact, here to help me is Mr. Mark Edward Hoyk. Whitney Seibold, maybe he has a new friend. Tom? I've seen movies about friends. And so has Video Drew. I mean I. Video Drew, Video Drew, 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 I. Tom? Video Drew. Perfect round for Tom! Paul Reiser. What a round! Video Drew and Tom, knowledge and personality in this league. I, th I think we made some friends. We last played against Paulo, Yama, and Eric Zipper. It was so much fun, and Video Drew made so many friends. Our next components? Opponents. Sorry, they're not a machine. They're not a machine, Video Drew. Our next opponents? are Harry Ellis from Die Hard and some other guy. Here we are as a team. Mark Edward Hoyk, the steel trap himself. Looney Bin, people watching at home have to decide, are you just cutesy playing on a show and acting in character, or are you really as broken and disconnected as you appear on screen? But ultimately, it doesn't matter. If you are playing a game, coming into contact with us will make you genuinely broken and disconnected. We are going to reduce you to being ordinary and forgotten. This is that time. We know that Hewitt and Harry Ellis are also both very dark and strange. At least that's how they appear on the internet television. But as Harry Ellis will know, in heaven everything is fine. Except it's not because we'll both be there and that means life is unending and we'll live forever. Tom? I saw Robin Williams go to heaven once. All dogs as well. Back to you. All right, well, there's the... Um 
the oddness, the awkwardness, I guess yep. the competitive instincts are there for the loony bin for sure, and then we're not sure what else to make of it's, them. Yeah, I mean, they, they do seem to say that they are bent on world domination. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure that the Schmodown is the most direct path to world domination, but, um, you know, uh, listen, everybody's got to start somewhere, so... Hey, you get a belt, you walk around town, and people take a second look at you anyway. And that's what the self-righteous bros are trying to do as well. Whitney and Mark, they seem to play off each other very well. Yes. Usually, Emma, when it's a team matchup, it comes down to which team has better chemistry. But I think, honestly, with this one, I think the Looney Bin's demeanor may throw off the self-righteous bros yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, it's true. I mean, again, the, the, I'm not sure that I, I think the Looney Bin, they might have just wandered in here thinking this was something else than it is. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, something about that unpredictability factor can really get under the skin of a competitor that's here and showing up to really just play the game. And so when we get to the tail of the tape for the Looney Bin, the tail of the tape is uh, probably watching a lot of Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. I hear they're good at video game movies and 90s movies. So they do have that decade on lockdown. And as for Self-Righteous Brothers, they are very good at dressing sharply. They also know a little something about Oscar movies and directors. So we'll see how the wheel feels about those yeah. choices in round number two. In the meantime, I feel prepared to get this match underway. How I also feel prepared to get this match underway. Let's do it. The winner will face the winner of the Scream Queens or Time Machine. Here we go. It's time for the Schmodown. <laughs> Introducing first. They are comprised of teammates Video Drew and Tom. It is the Looney Bin! And there's video Drew emerge, waving to the crowd. Yeah, is, she, is this a Band-Aid on her um, sure chin here? I don't know, it's but that is quite happening. Tom. Yep. And Tom with a nice smile. I think that's as close as he gets to a smile. Yeah, Maybe the it, muscles of the side of his mouth don't uh, work properly. Seated. Um, yep. He's being directed by uh -huh. Video Drew ever so slightly, but we'll see. Is this like a mad scientist and Igor situation I'm that's happening sure here? what we're looking at, but we'll see if they know some movie trivia. Answers. Yes, we sure will. And their opponent. What you got in the trunk? You don't want to look in there. He told you not to look in here. They are comprised of Mark Edward Hoyt and Whitney Seibold. Coming to the stage, the Self-Righteous Brothers! Well, there's yep, Whitney. There we go, we got a three-piece Enjoying the applause. Dressed up and Speaking of weird, <laughs> Mark Edward Hoyt trying to out-weird Tom, Emma. Yeah, I just, what are, I'm trying to figure out what is, what he's just stroking in his hand there. Yeah, he's got some sort of weird orb or crystal or Rubik's yeah, cube. It's like a, his... Yeah, it looks like a, an ancient Rubik's cube. That's right. This is uh, by far a match featuring some of the uh, more interesting characters I've ever seen in a team tournament match. We'll see yeah. how they handle the reading but you of know the what? rules. I do have to say, uh, to the credit of all of the competitors here, not one of them is wearing sunglasses. Isn't it so nice? That's a, that is a Isn't first nice? in the movie trivia showdown. We are inside, and we are not wearing sunglasses. In round number one, this is the team format. However, round number one is an individual exercise of movie trivia know-how. You may not rely on your teammate to help you with answers in round number one. We will ask a question. The first of eight kicks us off in round number one. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask it, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer on the whiteboard in front of you. Once we address you by name, please show what you wrote on your whiteboard. At the same time, you answer into the microphone verbally. Each team has three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Not sure you heard a question correctly, want to buy yourself some time? Use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge as a team to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. I hesitate to ask this next question, Emma. Uh, Looney Bin, Video Drew, Tom, do you understand the rules? Are you all ready to go? Tom, please not eat the equipment. Yep. Okay. And Self-Righteous Brothers, are you all ready to go? Oh, heck yeah. 
Affirmative. We'll see what happens, Emma. <laughs> Let's get ready to schmodown! <laughs> Your first of eight questions coming at you courtesy of Emma Fife right now. All right. Question number one in the category of action slash adventure. Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss re-team against Arnold Bosloo's mummy in what 2001 film? Now, The Mummy truly, I mean, it's like the best Indiana Jones sequel uh, that anybody ever needed. Saw it 99, three months before, uh, three weeks before The Phantom Menace came out. Uh. Five, four, three, two, one. Right. Pens down, teams. Video Drew, we go to you first. Video Drew, I, I say uh, The Mummy, uh, The Mummy Returns, Scorpion King. Uh, I can't accept. We all cannot these accept. Answers. That's too yeah. too many answers. Too many too, answers. Whitney Seibel. Too much happening. The Mummy returns. It is the that Mummy is returns. For one point. That is correct. Tom. The Mummy returns. He speaks. It is the Mummy returns. Thank you for verbalizing just enough, Mark Edward Hoyt. The Mummy returns. Curse of the tomb. Oh. Uh, no. Nope, can't give you that one. The but Mummy returns. Hell of an effort. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, A, a plus for the, the all the extra west. extra words. A lot of mummy terminology. All right, team, we are going to our second question. Your second question, Emma? I'm going to ask you, you this. You are. Time. I mean, I, I asked the first one. Your second question is famous actors and actresses, and that query is, in which film does Cameron Diaz play the lounge club singer Tina Carlisle? You know, sometimes you just you want to show off how much you know. You write mm -hmm. too much. You just you do that. That happens. Mark and video drew. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 possible to just take every five, piece of information four, you know and write it down at once. Three, two, one. Pens down. Go to you first, Whitney. What do you got? The mask. It is That's in fact the mask. Point. Tom. The mask. He got the mask. <laughs> Does Mark have it? The sweetest thing. Oh, he does not have it. Does video drew have it? Me, the mask. It is the mask. There okay. we go. There All we go. Right. There we go. Yeah, there's a lot of extra stuff happening on on Drew's whiteboard in general. But, but I feel uh, like Emma, after after two questions, I feel like they're starting to get the flow with this. Yeah, it's true. Let's hope it yeah. continues. All right. Well, we shall see. Here's question number three in the category of dramas. Which actor plays Detective Popeye Doyle in The French Connection? as far as looking at what mm. is on individuals' whiteboards. Yes. Uh, I also like what Whitney has on his whiteboard, if you take a look at that. His beautiful handwriting. Five, four. Best handwriting three, in the league. It's legendary. Two, one. Pens down for anything. Tom, your answer? Gene Hackman. It is Gene That's Hackman correct. for a point. How about Mark? Gene Hackman. Nailed it. Video, Drew? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. It is not Michael Caine. Yeah. Does Whitney have it? Gene Hackman. Oh, okay, it is. yes, and he's Gene got. Hackman. Oh, Van Halen. He's pandering to the judges. Yes, I see what's is. happening here. We're going to give him credit for Van Halen <laughs> and for Gene Hackman. We are tied right now. It is four to four as we move on to our next question, and this is from Movie Taglines. Movie Taglines, and your question is: Which early 1990s film had the tagline "Go ahead, tell him you didn't do your homework"? I mean, what a threat. I know. I, I've, I've had to make that threat many times. <laughs> was that a threat, or was many it that you just day. genuinely didn't do your homework? It could be both. <laughs> Five, four, three. Can I get the question again, please? We can do one repeat. That is one use of the JT rule for the loony bin. What early 1990s film had the tagline, go ahead, tell him you didn't do your homework? You seem like a... You seem like somebody who did their homework. I, I am somebody that did my homework. Did you ever raise your hand in class and ask the teacher if she was going to ask if we did our homework? Uh, mm, guilty. Charge. One. Pens down. Mark Edward Hoyk. Mr. Woodcock. It is not Mr. No. Woodcock. Does Video Drew have it? Kindergarten cops? Give them that a is point correct. for the line, Ben. Whitney Seibold? Kindergarten cop. It is kindergarten mm -hmm. cop. To maintain this perfect round, Tom. Kindergarten cop. <laughs> there it is. Just getting enough vocalization yeah. into that microphone. I and I, you know, 
we asked him to follow a very simple rule, which was show your answer and verbalize it. And, you know, he's he's given us like a five on the verbalizing, but that's all we need. You know, I wish more of our competitors would act like Tom. <laughs> All right, we move right. on to the next category, fantasy sci-fi, Yes, Emma. question number five, fantasy sci-fi. Who plays the lead, Perseus, in the remake of Clash of the Titans and its sequel, Wrath of the Titans? Yeah, thank you for giving us both of those Oh, yes, it's been, listen, that. it's very important because he is in lineage. both of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I feel like that's like Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. They're just Blu-rays you get on Christmas because your grandparents didn't know. They didn't know. <laughs> they were like, I don't know. Five, there was like a, a man four, in armor and three, a loincloth. Two, <laughs> one. Pens down. Video drew. No, 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 no. Kurt Russell? Uh, unfortunately, no, it's not unfortunately, Kurt Russell. It is not. Does Whitney have it? Sam Worthington. It is that Sam is correct. Worthington. <laughs> Tom. Sam Worthington. <laughs> He's got Sam Worthington. He's got it. And the loony bin is up seven to six. In the less Mark Edward Hoyk has it for the tie. Sam Worthington. He does. Oh. Tie right. game. Seven to seven. And despite all the antics and possible slants on world domination, we yep. have a competitive game here. We do indeed. With a perfect game being tossed right now by Tom. By Tom. Tom is doing such a good job. Such a good job. I, I appreciate the, the support between teammates. I found uh, Whitney, these Whitney, have you missed yet? I haven't, but thank you for noticing. All right. <laughs> Whitney is also throwing a perfect game as we move on to the world of comedies. All right. Took them a minute that they got it. It did. Your question. What 2013 comedy sequel has the subtitle, The Legend Continues? So you can just tell us the name of the franchise. Yes. Writing down furiously. Mm -hmm. Tom writes down his answer, then he protects it. Well, he, you know, he doesn't want someone to cheat Four, off of him. There's clearly a lot three, of knowledge in that brain. Two, one, pens down. That is it. We are going to go to Whitney. What do you got? The Hangover 2? Not, uh, not the Hangover. Does Tom have it? Anchorman 2. It is That's Anchorman 2. Eight to seven. Wouldn't have been over the righteous, self-righteous brothers, Mark Edward Hoyt. Anchorman 2. He ties the game yes. at 8. Video drew for the lead. It's no. fine. <laughs> frowny face dog. It's a, <laughs> it is a very frowny face. Yeah, there, I see the frowny face and the word dog. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, video drew's fine. I'm fine with that. That's okay. not a movie. Okay. She didn't get the point, but I think she won over some hearts. Yep. I'd see frowny face dog. That's Absolutely. Hilarious. All right, two more questions All in right. round of number one. Question number seven, your penultimate question in round number one, okay. uh, unless you're Tom and keep scoring a perfect game and get a bonus question. Uh, yeah, the category up. of horror slash thriller. What horror film and its remake features a pet cat named Church? Recently uh, saw a little of the original one of this. That's not spoiling anything. It said in the question there was a remake. Uh, I had forgotten that there were some particular Four, actors in it. Three, <laughs> two, one. Trying to think of what cat actors could be. <laughs> cat uh, actors. Pens down, Tom. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. That is correct. It I think is. You spelled Church. it correctly. Mark Edward Hoyk. Pet Cemetery. He also got it. This video drew mm -hmm. habit. Pet Cemetery. Don't want to be buried correct. in a Whitney. Pet Cemetery. That yes, is that is correct. All right, so 10 to 10, the cat church, legally dead, back to life, a lot of wacky things happening in round one. 10 to 10, and we are not only looking at a very competitive ball game, but Tom also could have a perfect round number one if he gets this last question correct. This comes from the category of Patreon. This is supporting the movie trivia. Shout out Patreon, Michael Campbell. Give him a hand, Michael Campbell. Supporting the show, longtime supporter. Thank you, Michael. Thanks to all of our patrons. Check out the movie trivia showdown Patreon. Select which tier is right for you. Thank you to Miss Emma Fife. How about a hand for Emma <laughs> helping us out with the Patreon? Thank you. Emma's the reason I can afford such nice duds. <laughs> uh, Michael Campbell wanted a question in the world of animated movies, movies drawn by hand or more likely on a computer. Your question. Who voices Batman in the Lego movie and the Lego Batman movie? 
name first and last of the actor. So who yes. was in uh, Pet Cemetery? Oh, it was Fred Denise Quinn? Crosby that I was had forgotten Denise was Crosby. in it. Yeah, she was Tasha Yar on Star Trek: The Next Generation. I forgot two, she was the mom. Two, one. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. All right, who played down. the dad? Mark Edward oh, Hoyt. Um, your answer. Will Arnett. Give that them is a correct. point. <laughs> does Video Drew have it? Will Arnett. She does. She does. Will Arnett. Does Whitney Seibold have? Will Arnett. Will Arnett, he does. he does. And for a perfect game, Tom. Will Arnett. He got Will Arnett. All right. It is 12 to 12. And with that, not only does Tom solidify a perfect round number one, he also solidifies his position as my favorite Tom involved in the movie Trivia Schmodown. <laughs> All right. The, so I mean, the bar's pretty low on we, Tom's, to we, be fair. He's also the best dressed Tom we have. That's true. Um, <laughs> We have a bonus question. This question is going to be asked just to Tom. So, Tom, you don't need to yes. write it down on the whiteboard. You can just verbalize it as loudly as you possibly can once Emma asks the yes. question. <laughs> All right, Tom, your you. bonus question, for which you will not receive a category but will simply be asked the question, who directed Mel Gibson in The Patriot? Roland Emmerich. Give him a point. <laughs> I don't know what video Drew has. I'm giving her a little bit of credit yeah. here. I, it seemed like there's some sort of master-apprentice relationship sure. going on. Sure, yep, I think that's very true. Th this is this is some competitor that has been unleashed upon the world. No, As video Drew is very to happy to give credit to Tom. Tom is the best. Tom is better than everybody. Okay. So, oh, totally okay. fine. I, I mean, thus far in this match, that is proving to be true. So. Something bubbling just below the surface with yes, Video Drew, is. and I can't quite put my finger on it. Yes. We're now going to move on to round number two. Here's how round number two works. Each team gets a spin at the Wheel of Fate, Doom, and Justice. On that wheel, you're going to see 12 different wedges. Ten of them are movie trivia genres. The other two, opponents and spinners choice. Once the teams settle on a category, the team's going to hear six questions from said corner of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Each question's worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if the team is not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. And unlike round number one and round number two, the teammates can confer with each other and select one correct answer that yes. gets added to your team's total. So. It is the Self-Righteous Brothers in the loony bin. Uh, the Self-Righteous Brothers sitting in the chair to the viewer's left, but it is the loony bin who is up by one. So, loony bin, would you like to spin first or defer to your well-dressed opponents? Tom, why don't you answer that question for us? I have a copy of The Matrix on VHS. Yes, we will spin first. Tom, you uh, go. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, Good I'd information about Tom's library, and I do believe it might it be Tom emerging. Yes. He doesn't know. Okay, so is Tom going to spin? Uh, yeah, we, we heard a yes that the loony bin was going to spin. Yeah, and right, here, I here believe go. it's going to be Tom marshalling yes. all of his strength to stand. Let's hear from Tom, you guys. Yeah, okay. Well, right. All right, Tom, go ahead and, yep. Just go ahead and spin, spin that the wheel. wheel. There you go. So try to spin it. Give it all your might. That, that'll count. That was, yeah, again, there's that, that five that five out yeah. of ten effort. It seems like there's something that Tom's not telling us. Oh, James Bond. He has spun Bond. James Bond movies. And somewhere Mike Kalinowski is smiling. He is. Or he's yelling because or he wanted that category to be his. And Tom goes back to sit down. Oh. Now, is that, is, so the Looney Bin is going to take James Bond films. The Looney Bin yeah. will take James Bond. All okay. right. Here we go. James Bond. These are James Bond movies. Yes. Um, and in the world of James Bond, you're going to get six questions. These questions will be administered James by Bond. Emma Fife. Emma, Got it. whenever you are ready. I am. All right. Your first question is mm -hmm. Bond gets married to a woman named Tracy in which James Bond film? Yes, uh, Tom seemed very confident. Has been added to <laughs> yeah. face, They're just I'm appearing. Sure. Uh, but Five, four, three, Can I have multiple two. choice? You may. Is it A, you only live twice? B, on Her Majesty's Secret Service? C, for your eyes only? Or D, the living daylights? It's difficult for me to not immediately start singing the living daylights theme song. <laughs> have some copyright issues. <laughs> okay, five, four, three, you two. Repeat it? Yes. That will so cost you a repeat. 
That's totally fine. Video yep. Drew and the Looney Bin are happy for that. Okay. Bond gets married to a woman named Tracy in what film? Is it A, you only live twice? B, on Her Majesty's Secret Service? C, for your eyes only? Or D, the living daylights? We'll go with A. That is incorrect. For steel. Self-righteous brothers for the steel. Once again, your options. A, you only live twice. B, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. C, for your eyes only. D, the living daylights. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. That is correct for one point. That is a steal, and we are tied. And we've got a tie game. All right. Question number two in the category of James Bond. In what Roger Moore Bond film does Bond drop a villain who appears to be Blofeld into a factory chimney during the film's cold open? Looking this direction as if there's gonna find out secrets by glancing this way. Yeah, a lot of conferring going. Yeah. Five, mm -hmm. four. For your eyes only. That is correct for two points. And the Looney Bin, they do know a little something about Jimmy Back in Bond. the game. All right. Uh, question number three. In 1997's Tomorrow Never Dies, who stars as Elliot Carver, a psychotic media mogul who plans to provoke global war to boost sales and ratings for his news division? That was the first James Bond film I saw in the movie theater. Was to Tomorrow Never Dies. Goldeneye. Goldeneye, Featured yeah. By two years. I... Five, four, three. Jonathan Price. Correct for two points. I'm hearing it just loud enough, and, and doesn't matter there how it is. loud doesn't or matter. how. I think a lot of other Schmodown competitors could take a cue from Tom and maybe tone it it's down. It's true. I actually, I'm starting to think Tom might be a model Schmodown competitor. Tom is my favorite competitor that I've ever <laughs> announced. All right. Thanks to Video Drew for creating. You're Thank you. Yeah, he's so great. But yeah. Don't forget, Video Drew did start the, the the team of Tom Andrew, so he cannot yes. leave Video Drew. I mean me. He cannot leave me. Yep. Continuing. We got it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we can't make that rule, but no, if you want to have you, that discussion. Yeah, if you want to work that out amongst yourselves. It's fine so, that sounds like a, a personal thing. Uh, all right. I can uh, leave. Your no. fourth question. You can't leave before the end of this match, at least. Your fourth question in the category of James Bond. Which actress played Vesper Lind in 2006's Casino Royale? That one's got a great theme song, too. James Bond theme songs are great. I go to five, four, Eva three. Green. That is correct for two points. That's <laughs> right. It is 19 to 13. The Looney Bin up by six. Too. It's really good. Uh, really the self-righteous brothers have uh, their Thank you. round two questioning yet to happen, but yes. Looney Bin still has two more James Bond questions. They do indeed. And the next one is Sean Connery played James Bond seven times. What was the fourth film in which he portrayed the spy? I don't know why we needed that. He played James Bond seven times. That feels like it could be a yeah, separate we question. Like give the kids some information. Yeah, we're just going to, listen, we're here to educate. Take, uh, that, to take that home. In addition to questioning people's level of movie education. Five, four, three. Thunderball. That is correct for two points. All right. And the self-righteous brothers can just wait. They got to steal with the first question in James Bond. And since then, it has been all Tom, excuse me, it has been all the Looney Bin. The Looney Bin, 100 That's yep. right, that's right. One more question to go here. We do. The Looney Bin can extend their lead to 10 if they get this one right. And this is the one I have been waiting for. Here we go. Which famous pop band performed the title track for 1985's A View to a Kill? I once sang this song at Duran Duran. That is correct for two points. All right. I once sang View to a Kill at karaoke and was told by now? my friend that I was probably the only person in America um, who'd ever sung that song at karaoke. There you go. Sorry, Hungry the Like the Wolf is Looney He bit. was asking if we could sing the song, but it'll be copyright infringement issues. So. And lest we get flagged for a video, we move on to the Self-Righteous Brothers, who now have their spin. Yeah. And boy, do they have a mountain to climb now. They certainly do. They're, uh, they're definitely hoping uh, for one of those strong categories of theirs. That's right. Or else the Lady Bin will have a view to a knockout. Oh. Thank you. Oh, no. Yeah, no, the crowd, crowd's wow. divided on that one. <laughs>
No whammies, no whammies. Let's go. Seventies. And yeah, yeah. All right, they're into they're into the seventies. All right. Here we go as Mark is repositioned in front of his mysterious square. The question for Whitney so and Mark, the self-righteous brother. This is your first of six. The question is, who starred as hitman Arthur Bishop in the original 1972 film, The Mechanic? Charles Bronson. Two points. <laughs> All right. Your next question the world of the 70s. Who played Detective Hercule Perot in the 1974 version of Murder on the Orient Express? I believe it's just Hercule. Albert Finney. <laughs> it's Hercule, and it is Hercule. Finney <laughs> for two points. Hercule Poirot. Who played it's Hercule? He's Belgian. <laughs> Belgian. Well, it depends on which version of Hercules we're talking about. Hercule Poirot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your next question in the world of 70s. This will bring us to the halfway point in your round number two. In the 1975 cult classic Death Race 2000, the lead character is named after what universal horror monster? Oh, yes. Frankenstein. Yes, it is. <laughs> Frankenstein, technically the doctor. Technically but, the doctor, uh, but, you know, there's... Frankenstein said it's okay. <laughs> the monster said it's okay if you just call him Frankenstein. If it's cool with Tom, it's cool with they, they have the same last name, son of the... Anyway. Yeah. All right. Number four is the order of the question here. Who played the titular character in 1977's MacArthur? Gregory Peck. Two more points yeah. for the self-righteous brothers. And they are throwing a perfect round number two they certainly thus are. far. Your next question. Your penultimate one in this round. In 1976's Taxi Driver, what name does Travis tell the Secret Service agent his name is? Five. Henry Crinkle. He got it right <laughs> for two, two more points. points. <laughs> All right. So we now have a tied ball game between Self-Righteous Brothers and the Looney Bin. Self-Righteous Brothers have one more question in round number two. This could give them the lead heading in to round number three. And that question is, in the world of the 1970s, what is the name of the fighter that Rocky fights in the very first fight of the original Rocky film. Can we have multiple choice, please? <laughs> you certainly may. Is it A, Mickey Goldmill, B, Spider Rico, C, Mason Dixon, or D, Union Kane? Spider Rico. That is correct. That they is get it. a point, wow. and they are enjoying a lead. What a round two we saw in general. I the know. world of James Bond, the world of the 1970s. Boy, do the Looney Bin and the Self-Righteous Brothers know a lot about movie trivia. They sure do. I mean, this this whole match, honestly, we, you know, we've had these two teams that are neck and neck, and you look at somebody, you know, like the Self-Righteous Brothers, who we know coming into this are exceptionally good at movie trivia, and it turns out that, you know, again, I'm not sure that the Looney Bin knows where they are, but, hey, they do know movies. Look, I don't know what part of the world that – magic square that Mark has <laughs> is from. I don't know what part of the universe Tom is from, but either way, they came here and they descended upon lovely downtown Cincinnati where our studio is <laughs> and to give us one hell of a round one matchup in the Ultimate Schmodown Teams Tournament. Now we move on to round number three in this round one matchup. Round number three works as thus. Each team is going to give us three numbers. These numbers can range from one to 20. Each number corresponds to a different corner of movie trivia showdown know-how. The first number the team gives us is going to correspond to your two-point question. The next one, your three-point question. The last one, should we make it that far, the five-point question. Now, Self-Righteous Brothers, you found yourselves in a ten-point hole, and then you got to spin the wheel. You got 70s, and you climbed all the way back to be on top by one. So you will give us your three preferred numbers first. What feels lucky? 19, 6, and nine. 19, six, and nine. And now, Looney Bin, your lucky numbers besides the three just mentioned. Tom, you pick. 
One. Two. Three. All right. Well, makes it easy for us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Emma, I, I don't want to. I don't want to overstate my bounds, <laughs> but it seems like Tom using some independent free thought to make that judgment. That is true. It, it feels no, like uh, no, 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 no. Tom has no independent free thought. Mistake. Let's go again. But I, we're, we're going to stick with one, two, three. But we sure. can go with your rationale. Right. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, the Lunavin well, is yeah. actually going to have uh, their uh, two-point question asked to them first. Uh, yes. That's going to be courtesy of Emma Fife. She's going to ask you your series of questions. I'll be asking Self-Righteous Brothers. So Lunavin for two points. Yes. Emma. Uh, Tom did select. Tom, uh, Tom they, they was collectively, told to collectively, um, yes. in their collective hive mind, selected category number one, which corresponds to the category of biopic. Uh -huh. Which one of you would like to answer? Yes, you do have to pick which teammate is going to answer this one independently. I guess Tom. Okay, okay Tom. Tom's going to have the two-point. Then Drew will have to answer the video. Drew will have to answer the three-point on their own. Then never mind. I will answer by a Drew is going to okay. answer the two-pointer. Tom will take the three-pointer. They can confer only for the five-pointer. Five -pointer. All right. Hold on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're, too, you're, you're certain. Yeah, Drew is answering this one. All right. Drew, this question is posed to you and you alone. Category of biopics for two points. Which 2016 film follows the characters Catherine Goble Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Jackson and their struggles at NASA during the 1960s? Video Drew attempted to breathe the other team into answering wrong in the last round, I believe, so... There's, there's no multiple choice? There's no multiple choice. Five, four, three, two. Hidden figures? That is correct for two wow. points. Wow. All right. And with that, the Looney Bin take the lead, Self-Righteous Brothers. It is now on you to regain the lead with your two-point question. So you selected number 19. That corresponds to the category of action-adventure films. Which teammate would like to field this question individually? I'll take that one. Whitney's going to take that one. And the question is, who co-starred with Denzel Washington in the 2010 film Unstoppable? Chris Pine. Two points. They're back in the that lead. That is correct. Back on top. And the three-pointer bounces back to the loony. Yes, and Tom is going to need a microphone to answer this uh, Unless he significantly raises his volume, but uh, all right. <laughs> I don't see uh, that happening. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> thus far, uh, just speaking from experience. Okay. Uh, you selected category number two, which corresponds to comic book movies. For three points, who plays mobster Carmine Falcone in Batman Begins? Tom Wilkinson. That is correct for three points. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Emma, and that was by far the loudest answer I've heard from Tom yet. He I'd really put he, his he all. He really he knew that one. I, got I the think diaphragm we're involved. starting to see the, the, him emerge a little, come out of his shell. Um, we're winning. Yes, you, you are winning, uh, which means that uh, we will now bounce back over to the Self-Righteous Brothers. That is correct, and now it is the no. Self-Righteous Brothers. Uh, you selected number six for your three points question, and this is going to be asked to Mark Edward Hoyk and his Lucky Cube. The category is Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz movies. And your question. In any given Sunday, what is the name of the football team that Cameron Diaz owns and manages? We need the team, not the city. The Titans. Incorrect. Looking for the Sharks. Yes. Looking for the Miami Sharks. Sharks. The Miami Sharks. And so now it's going to stick with Self-Righteous Brothers. So I have good news and bad news for you. The good news, you can confer on this five-point question and combine your knowledge. The bad news, it's your last question. If you miss it, then Looney Bin is going to get the victory and move on in the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament. Mm -hmm. All right. Good you luck, selected. fancy man. Stop talking, Tom. <laughs> I, I, I would have to agree with Video Drew here, Tom. 
We'll let you know when it's... I don't it's know. I think it was kind of nice to hear Tom just talk independently. Right. Whitney, Mark, to stay alive in the match and to regain the lead, you selected number nine for your five-point question. That corresponds to famous actors and actresses. And your question is... Nathan Fillion plays a bumbling constable named Dogberry in which 2012 film? Much Ado About Nothing. The Self-Righteous Brothers are in the lead once again. All right. 31 no, More noise, 28. please. Thank you. Jeez. All right, so. Uh, That's enough. So here we are again. It has it's coming, coming down to the line with that five-point question. Oh. Only this time it is the Looney Bin who are on the line here. So. They may uh, confer with each other. They may confer with each other. Yeah, so Video Drew, Stop if you allow Tom man. to confer with you, yes. you can confer. Uh, you collectively, definitely collectively selected category number three, which corresponds to the category of Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. And your question. What 1989 thriller stars Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill as a sailing couple who find a mysterious stranger abandoning a sinking ship in the middle of the ocean. Tom, why don't you answer? Dead calm. And your winner, the Looney Man! Wow. I mean, there was something really appropriate about oh Tom answering dead calm in that dead, dead calm. But Video Drew allowing Tom no. the field to answer. That's so, true. really yeah. nice teamwork by the Looney Bin. And yeah. look, great teamwork by Self Righteous Brothers. Look at the score, kiddies. That is not a typo. 33 to 31. What a display of movie trivia schmodown know how by both squads. It ended up on Team Looney Bin today, but Self Righteous Brothers, hats off to them. Look forward to seeing more of them as well. Emma, your thoughts on the match? Yeah, absolutely. Witnessed. I mean, ultimately, this match could have gone either team's way, and it, and it all just boils down to sort of the luck of the draw when it came to the categories that corresponded to the questions they chose in round number three. I mean, that's it's part of the game. Uh, in another universe, this could have very easily been the Self-Righteous Brothers game, which is, which is not to disparage how well the Looney been played, especially considering that, again, I don't know if they're communicating with one another at all. I don't know if Tom has independent thoughts, but man, whatever, whatever uh, is being transmitted into his brain one way or another, it seems to be serving him well. And if you look at the final score, it's a two-point victory, right? So yeah. I'll remind everybody, in round number one, Tom is the only one to have a perfect round. That's and true. then he also had the bonus question. He got that correct. So there's your two points. That's true. Right there. Tom, uh, as you mentioned, it came down to the luck of the draw with round number three because they both had great round number twos. Yeah. And then you just look at what character is is going to answer which question, and then it all ends up being on the Self-Righteous Brothers first to get their five point, and then they forced the hand of the Looney Bin. It paid off for the Looney Bin. So we are about to have a interview with Jen Sturcher and the Looney Bin, and uh, I look forward to watching that one. Before that, we do get to the unfortunate losers of today's match, the very entertaining Self-Righteous Brothers. Jen, it's all yours. Guys, this is the second time you've scored 31 points and still lost in a tournament together. What is going on out there? Did you just have the worst luck? Well, I am living under a gypsy curse. It's, uh, I find a little pile of bones outside of my apartment door every morning. It's getting to be a bit of a problem. The management is doing nothing. And it's causing me to lose Schmodown matches with very high scores. I don't like this anymore. Luckily, I have Mark Hoyk here. He is a demon from the other side. I think he's been able to counterbalance that a little bit. Yes, how is this demon work going for you? If you look closely at the Looney Bin, they got lucky and they won, but their bond is clearly rattled. Their ties are disintegrating. There is distrust. There is fear between them that is going to carry on into that next match and potentially affect their ability to continue. So they've got the victory today, but they are going to have to go on and look at each other and realize that they are not a cohesive unit. And meanwhile, we'll be sitting here waiting for the next match because evil is patient. 
Hope you guys are real patient because your season's done. We'll see you next year, guys. <laughs> Back to the table. All right. Well, um, I no loss of words there for Mark Edward Oik. He seems no? to pretty much lay down the law. Poor yeah. Whitney living under a gypsy curse. Do you think that that little Rubik's Cube situation he has has something to do with his demonic powers that are supposedly counterbalancing whatever kind of gypsy curse Whitney's under? I'm going to put it this way, Emma. I don't want that thing in my apartment. Like, yeah, I, no. I, you kind of have a rule in my place. I don't really want a Ouija board um, mm. anywhere near me. I, I don't want, even if it's store-bought, if it, I don't even want to download the, the Ouija app, I don't want that Rubik's Cube in my place. Now, whether it's a question of if I'll ever have the loony bin over for dinner, um, I'm not sure at this point. We're about to get some more background on them and their feelings going into the next round of the team tournament, the Ultimate Schmodown, because they are joined by our own Jen Sturger. Jen, best of luck. Thanks, Mark. How are you guys feeling after that? The Looney Bin is feeling amazing. Ha ha, they fell for it. Video drew the whole time that we would win with Tom. Tom? Did I win Mark's box? Nope. Phrasing. Phrasing. All right, so going into the next round of the tournament, you're either going to be facing Scream Queens or Time Machine. Do you have a preference on either of those teams? Um, Tom? I once found a used copy of the Time Machine for $2.99 at Blockbuster. Ha ha ha, this is the kind of banter people have come to love from us. Back to you, Tom. I, do I Mark's box? Nope. I think she just took my job. All right, back to you guys. What? That's, that's, uh, uh, that, that's our been. show, folks. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Emma, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to anybody out there and say that uh, calling a loony bin match is an easy endeavor, uh, but it is a, a damn entertaining one. You know one. what? Uh, it, the, we wouldn't want things to ever get to a point at the Movie Trivia Schmodown where we were just kind of like going through the motions no, and, and, you know, having people play by the rules the way that we expect. Though they did honestly play by the rules. They played by the rules. They were quiet talkers, they which were. we uh, appreciate here. Yeah. So the loony bin actually winning over some favor here in the studio and also with the fans out there. Self-Righteous Brothers, hell of a match as well. The Looney Bin will play the winner of the Scream Queens versus Time Machine. Look forward to that match and look forward to calling more with our own Emma Fife. Emma, thank you so much for joining me on the desk thank here today. Thank you so much for having me. I am glad I got to experience that in person because if I were not here, I don't know that I would have believed it had happened. Thanks to the magic of Emma Fife. <laughs> you can check out the movie Trivia Schmodown Patreon right now. Select which tier is right for you. Enjoy us with your ears wherever you get your podcast. In the meantime, I am merely Mark Baby Carrot, excuse me, Mark Edward Ellis. That is Emma <laughs> Fife, and we'll see you real soon on the movie Trivia Schmodown. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.